Thanks for tuning in to Big Money in the 805. I'm Michael Anderson, and today we have Aaron Gates from the California State Parks Program on air with us. I'm very excited for this show. We hope to make the next 30 minutes a very good investment of your time. Today's show is brought to you by GEICO Local Office, car and homeowner's insurance for the 805. You can save up to 15%. Call Greg Mock of GEICO Local Office, 805-487-7847. It's time for Big Money in the 805 with your host, Michael Anderson, bringing you a feature interview, a local nonprofit spotlight, and some financial wisdom. Get local and relevant information for the 805. For show notes and more information, go to maranatha.com. And now here's your host, Michael Anderson. Well, welcome to the show. I'm very excited to be talking about the California State Parks today, and we have a wonderful guest on the program. I went up to the Hearst Castle, and I took a tour, and when I was up there, this is the guide that led me through the castle. I'm thrilled to be with her again today. On the program, we have Erin Gates. She is a guide at the Hearst Castle, but she's also the distance learning presenter, and this is a phenomenal program that they have at Hearst Castle and also at the other California state parks. They're bolstering up this program, getting partnerships and doing wonderful work. I'm excited to be talking about it today. Erin, thank you for joining us. Hi, Mike. Thanks for the opportunity. Well, let's start just talking to our listeners about Hearst Castle. Now, many of us have been there. Some of us have not. And from that perspective, tell us about Hearst Castle. Give us some of the background of what Hearst Castle is for some listeners that may not have heard about it or been there. Of course. Yeah, so Hearst Castle is located on the central coast of California. We're near the town of San Simeon, a little bit north of Cambria. And today we are a state historic monument. We have been part of the California State Park System since 1958. We just celebrated our 60th anniversary of being part of the California State Park System. But prior to 1958, this was the country home of William Randolph Hearst, the media mogul. And he began uh, construction on this home in 1919. Construction went through 1947. And it is pretty remarkable place to find kind of in the middle of nowhere on top of a mountain on the central coast of California. It is so spectacular. I mean, you can see it from a distance, but then when you get close to it and you're going, you're driving up the, that hill, that windy road to get up to the, the castle and they have that music playing and they're setting the scene. It is such an experience. It really takes you back to that time. And just to speak about it a little bit more, why is it there? Why, <laughs> seemingly in the middle of the no, nowhere, give, give us a little bit of a background as to why he put that there and what makes it special today and special back then. This ranch has been owned by the Hearst family since 1865. William's father, George Hearst, who made his fortune in mining, also did make some investments in purchasing land throughout California, you know, after the gold rush. And he purchased what was known then as Rancho San Simeon 
1865, he purchased about 40,000 acres for approximately $30,000. And if you uh, do some math, that's 70 cents an acre for coastfront property in California. So that's always a painful thing to be reminded of how cheap it once was to live here. This ranch became the spot where George Hurst used to take his one and only son, William Hurst, to go camping. So William Hurst grew up getting to explore the hills of the ranch, ride horses on the ranch, climb the trees, the beautiful coastal live oak trees. And this place just left a very special imprint on his heart. And, you know, I guess I'm kind of speaking for him, but I would imagine it must have left a pretty strong impression on him because when he was approximately 56 years old, William Hurst embarked on this huge process of building what eventually became his version of a Spanish Renaissance village on top of this 1,600-foot mountain. And he actually hired the first licensed female architect in California, a woman by the name of Julia Morgan. He hired her to be the architect and to facilitate the process of building his dream on top of a 1,600-foot mountain. And that's what we now know as being Hearst San Simeon State Historic Monument. It is so amazing. And, and for anyone that has not been there, put this on your list of things to do. Growing up here and having it in the backyard, I've always known about it, but I had never been there until a few months ago. And it was such a treat. And it was fulfilling in so many ways. Uh, and, and so for anyone that's not been there, you have to go check it out. And Aaron could talk to us about it for, I'm sure, for many, many hours with all of the different history and things you can learn about that. But fascinating that here, here's a young man that came here as a kid camping and then ended up buying it, building it, and, and really bringing in a lot of Greek and Roman inspired kind of art and artifacts and themes and just so many phenomenal things. I mean, we could have a lot of fun just talking about that. But one of the other things I want to get to in our conversation today that I think is so special, you have this wonderful place in the Hearst Castle, but now you've established a way through technology to be able to bring the castle to students in the classroom. This is distance learning. This is education. And you've been like a phenomenal person to help establish that and bring the Hearst Castle to students that might otherwise not be able to get there at a young age. Tell us about distance learning and what you've been doing. Great. Yeah. And thank you again for just letting us share more information about this because it is a phenomenal program and distance learning is the quickest and easiest way of describing it. It is a way of connecting not just students, even though students are our primary target audience, but it's a way of connecting people to their California state parks using a digital means. In my case, our way that we are connecting to students and adult audiences across the country and the world is through video conferencing. And I use a mobile device I am outside on the hilltop, in the gardens, walking through the rooms, standing next to the iconic Neptune pool. And on the other side of the screen of the device I'm using is classroom in Los Angeles or classroom in Massachusetts or a senior community in North Dakota or even students in Brazil. And it's pretty amazing to think of the ways that technology has advanced so much and in that advancement is what's allowing us to connect to a much broader audience than we ever thought was possible. 
Can you share some of the stats? How many participants are enjoying this program that you've been able to put out there? Yeah, of course. The Hearst Castle specifically program last year, we kind of measure our numbers based on school years since our target audience primarily still is school-age children. But so from the 2017-2018 school year, this program specifically reached 8,300 participants. In part of the the picture as a whole with state parks, we actually served 56,000 students and delivered 1,800 presentations last year to not just K-12 classrooms, but also to colleges and universities. That's been a recent partnership we are developing. Summer learning programs, lifelong learning environments, and people that are disabled or isolated due to mobility issues. So 56,000 people got a chance to experience California state parks that otherwise never would have had that chance. And that is such a beautiful theme. And I feel like we're going to hear more of that into the future as this idea of bringing, you know, one to many. So, you know, you're one person, but yet you have this program making the Hearst Castle available to many people that want an experience with it. And then after having this digital experience with it, maybe at another point in their life, they'll be able to come there in person and have a physical experience with it. And that is such a growing theme that we're going to see more of in the future. I'm so glad to hear about this and to talk about it. We are speaking with Erin Gates. She works for the California State Parks System, and she is a digital learning presenter with the Hearst Castle. We're talking about their distance learning program right now, and it's particularly that's called the PORTS program. That stands for Parks online resources for teachers and students. Tell us about the curriculum of this program, Erin, at the Hearst Castle. Describe the program and how they connect to various Common Core and some of the different curriculums in education. Yeah, of course. Specifically for our K-12 audience, one of the strengths of our Park Online Resource for Teachers and Students program offerings, and this goes for all of our programs that we offer, which I'll tell you a little bit more about shortly, but that our programs are curriculum-based, meaning that a teacher is motivated not only to provide these programs to, to the students in their classroom because it helps them connect to California State Parks, but also because these programs are allowing them to make real-world connections to the curriculum they're teaching in their classroom and showing the students how that curriculum can apply to the real world. So specifically for Hearst Castle, when I took over this role a couple of years ago, our curriculum focus for Hearst Castle was ancient civilizations. And that's because of uh, William Hearst's ancient art that he had collected over the span of his lifetime. You know, there are a variety of different ancient pieces of art here, whether it be the collection of Greek pottery that we have, or the collection of Roman sarcophagi, which are ancient coffins, or even the example of our Egyptian art, ancient Egyptian art, we have four sculptures of an Egyptian goddess called Sekhmet, and these sculptures are over 3,000 years old. So initially our focus was on ancient civilizations and tying the art here at Hearst Castle to the sixth grade Common Core curriculum where teachers need to educate their students 
about, you know, Greek gods and goddesses, some architectural features from, you know, ancient civilizations, whether it be like the arch or the use of concrete or even with the Romans, the aqueducts. So basically utilizing our resources we have here that are directly linked to ancient civilizations and utilizing those to showcase the connection to the curriculum being taught in the classroom. And that was great, and it was wonderful, and there was definitely a good connection. But what I found when I came on board here a couple years ago is that there's a whole lot more connections to be made. Sixth grade students aren't the only ones that can have a real-world connection to their curriculum here at Hearst Castle. And so we've expanded our program pretty dramatically, and we are now also connecting to Common Core curriculum as it uh, relates to the Renaissance. A large portion of the art collection here is Renaissance art, and it's not just art there where you can find the connection, it is architecture. This whole place was supposed to appear to look like a Spanish Renaissance village. And so speaking to the style of the architecture here, to the use of symmetry, to the use of architectural features you find in and around Hearst Castle, you can also draw a connection not just to the art, but also to the architecture. And lastly, because I'm really excited about this one, you know, with Next Generation Science Standards, one of the big emphasis lately is in engineering. And here you have this beautiful, beautiful home that was built by the first licensed female architect in California, Julia Morgan. And she chose to build this home out of steel-reinforced concrete. And when we actually had an earthquake here in the San Simeon area, we had an earthquake in December of 2003 that registered as a 6.5 earthquake. And we were only a few miles away from the epicenter of that earthquake. And here you had this home that was over 80 years old, and it had no structural damage from that earthquake. And it speaks to how incredible Julia Morgan's engineering skills were and what an amazing thing to connect to students today is they're learning about the engineering design process in school. And they're learning that the engineering design process is a series of stages, if you will, and starts with asking questions, imagining, planning, creating, and improving. It's kind of this five-step design process. So now what I'm doing with my programs here, I just actually did this for some students in Minnesota two days ago, is we experienced Hearst Castle from the perspective of what it was like to be Julia Morgan. What kind of questions did she ask? How did she imagine? And during that component, I was actually showing the students blueprints and drawings of hers. And how did she plan to build this? How did she create this? And how did she improve this? So the students are seeing what it really looks like to be an engineer, which I think gives them a chance to potentially even see that they could do this too. That is so fantastic. And it is all of that career exploration. And as students learn more about who Julia Morgan was and what she did, it may spark an interest that fuels into the fire of their education and their career and their life. And 
this is so special that you're able to bring this place to so many people through distance education and online resources. We're speaking with Erin Gates of the California State Parks System. She's distance learning a presenter with Hearst Castle talking about that program. You can get more information online at ports, P-O-R-T-S dot parks dot C-A dot gov. Online, there's great resources, and I know the Hearst Castle is one program, and you have many other ones as well in the California State Park system that you're also doing distance learning for and helping in bringing other parks to the classroom. Can you highlight a few of those programs? First, which ones are being offered, and then maybe highlight one of them? Of course, yeah. So the program I'm offering here from Hearst Castle is just a part of a much bigger momentum that we have going up and down really from the very northern tip of California to the very southern tip. We offer programs from the North Coast Redwoods where students and adult learners are able to experience the tallest trees in the world, the Sequoia Sempervirens. We offer programs from Angel Island Immigration Station, which is fascinating to connect students to our interesting immigration policies that we have had over the last couple hundred years. We have a program about government from the California State Capitol, program about elephant seals and monarch butterflies from Santa Cruz. We actually deliver one of our programs from a kayak, <laughs> literally, um, a kayak at Point Lobo State Natural Reserve. We have a gold rush program from Columbia. We have a mission program, which I'll definitely highlight in a moment, from La Parisma and from El Presidio, which is closer to your neighborhood. And we have a weather and climate program from Baldwin Hills, a tide pool and kind of a restoration program from Crystal Cove. And last but not least, way down in the largest park in California, we have a program from Anza Borrego. That's fantastic. And these are all programs that have this idea of distance learning, this idea of online resources for students and teachers. It's called Ports through the California State Parks. Erin, highlight one of those for us. Give us a little bit more details about one of these parks. I think the the one I'd love to highlight is actually one that is brand new, meaning it's been offering programs for for less than a month now, and that's uh, Calaveras Big Trees. So here we are in California, and we, our state is special for so many different reasons, but it's really unique because we have the tallest trees in the world, and we have the biggest trees in the world, the Sequoia Gigantium, or better known as just the Sequoias. I like that. We're the tallest and the biggest. Yep. And we actually do have the oldest trees in the world, too, here, so we're pretty special. (laughs) (laughs) But we just recently partnered with Save the Redwoods League. Uh, Save the Redwoods League is celebrating their 100th anniversary this year, and in partnership with California State Parks, we have developed a distance learning program from Calaveras Big Trees, where we are now allowing students to access these gigantic, beautiful, beautiful redwood trees via distance learning. Calaveras Big Trees is kind of located on in the foothills of the Sierras, and it's a little bit of an isolated spot. So I would imagine that even the communities that are closest to those groves, meaning Fresno area would be you know one of the, the larger cities that's closest to those groves, 
I would imagine even a large portion of students in Fresno don't have the opportunity to visit those state parks. So with the creation of this distance learning program, not only are more local students able to get to virtually experience these state parks that we have that protect these trees, but so are students from all across the California and even students from across the United States. Erin, normally we would go into a nonprofit spotlight at this point, but because it's the California State Parks and this kind of is its own version of a nonprofit spotlight, I want to continue this conversation that we're having about the ports program and distance learning for students bringing these parks and assets into the classroom, into the senior communities, and into other programs that want to have them. So how did this, let's walk it back and tell us how this initially started. Like at some point, someone had to get this started. How did it get off the ground? It was actually the idea of a man named Joe Von Herman, who has since retired, and he really was the leader in this charge. You know, he realized that the majority of California K-12 students were not getting an opportunity to access their California state parks on field trips. And that is a problem. It's a problem for a variety of reasons. We all know how the benefit of being outside in nature, but it's, it's also a problem because the students that are currently sitting in their classrooms today will be the future advocates for California state parks 10, 15, 20 years from now. They will be the ones that are helping to continue to see support for California state parks. And if they don't have any connection to their state parks because they've never visited them, because they've never had the opportunity, then why should they want to support California state parks? So what this really was, was it initially was born with the idea that we have to help students have a connection to their California state parks, or they may not have a desire to want to protect them years down the line. What an idea to to run with. Joe Von Herman built a team. He started to work with districts throughout California and finding districts that were interested in implementing this program within their district. As I mentioned, we, the Hearst Castle program has been around since 2009. So the San Luis Obispo Coast District was one of the early adopters of this. And it has grown exponentially. In the last two or three years, this program is it's on fire. And it's on fire because of these partnerships that we're developing. They are keys to our success. On fire in a good way. Yeah, on fire in a wonderful way. So uh, before we close, I know uh, one more question. I know there's partnerships are a key to a lot of this, and you have been able to help establish, along with your team, establish some partnerships to help make this possible. And technology, of course, has advanced in what the the greater you know mass population has phones and computers and tablets, and they are seeing different videos and experiencing each other in a you know, peer-to-peer, real-time way. And now you're partnering in a way to bring these wonderful things they should know about to them in a, in a medium that they're becoming more familiar with. So tell us about the partnerships uh, before we close. Okay. And, you know, I probably won't have a chance to share all of them, which is fine, but we need the means to connect, right? So how do we connect with the classrooms? How do we connect with the senior communities? So our recent partnerships we've established to to help with that is a partnership with Microsoft Education. 
They have a program called Skype in the Classroom, which is an international global community of teachers across the world talking with each other, sharing ideas, having their students talk to each other so they can learn empathy and understanding and studying of different cultures. And we partnered with them. Hearst Castle was one of the first parks, actually, to partner with them and start offering virtual field trips. So that has been responsible for a very large increase in our numbers because Microsoft is such a big player in the game and helping us connect to classrooms that we otherwise wouldn't have a chance to connect with. And our other big partner when it comes to the video conference platform is Zoom. Zoom is what is allowing us to connect to these to many of these classrooms when we're not using Skype. And Zoom is this new partnership that we are just starting to develop. And actually, our director of the program, Brad Cray, was just a speaker, uh, Zoomtopia, yesterday, where uh, a bunch of Zoom users were getting together to talk about how they are using Zoom, not only in the business world, but in the nonprofit world. And we were really pleased and honored to be highlighted at this this very large conference of theirs. Our feature interview today is with the California State Parks to learn more about their online resources for students and teachers, and that is the PORTS program. You can get more information online at ports.parks.ca.gov. Aaron, thank you so much for your information and your time today. Keep up the wonderful work. We all appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, that does it for our show today. Thanks for tuning in to Big Money in the 805. You can check us out on Facebook and also on iTunes by searching for Big Money in the 805. Big thanks to Geico Local Office. Also, big thanks to our nonprofit spotlight sponsor, Era Energy, powered by safety, innovation, and community. We help keep California moving forward. If you have questions about the show or questions about your financial matters, you can always contact me online. Go to marinantha.com. That's M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com. Have a great week. Join us again next time. Hi, this is Michael Anderson, Certified Financial Planner. I've dedicated the past 12 years to researching different investment ideas. There are no guarantees when investing, but with a little help, you can find the right approach. I have built AllocationLink.com specifically for you. AllocationLink.com is investment management made simple, smart, and low cost. AllocationLink.com can have your account set up in less than 10 minutes. Please visit AllocationLink.com to learn more. Or you can leave me a message at 805-665-3767. Do you ever question if your investments are right for you? Do you own any annuities, retirement accounts, or have other money you want help with? Have you ever wondered what your advisor is making or how they get paid? Get a free second opinion. Talk with Michael Anderson, Certified Financial Planner. Call his answering service today, 805-665-3767. Leave a message and get a call back immediately. 805-665-3767. 